Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. We can love in this supernatural way because he loved us. Trust is complicated, it's mature, it's, it's complex. The church always protects untouchables, the misfits, the minorities. What? So I don't care how good you are. Are you good to people? Mosaic, make some noise. Yes. Hey, listen, it's such an honor just to be here this morning. For those of you who do not know me, they call me Pastor uh, T around these parts. I am the pastor of U City, the church, and we are a infant church of uh, a year and a half or two years old, and we're still vomiting over people and all the things. But um, I'm just so thankful just to be here this morning. This is a, a really special day. This is a really special uh, time. One, because um, I want uh, uh, to just give my uh, son a shout out. It is his seventh birthday today. He is seven today. Yes, yeah, so, so I have a seven-year-old son named uh, uh, Roman, and, and, and his mother, my wife, is uh, beside him, and we have been married for 10 years this year, 10 years, and so love you. Thank you all. Um, man, I uh, love speaking. I love uh, sharing God's word, um, and, and, and just in order just to hear God's words um, and and to not have anything uh, to stumble over, I want to share uh, something about me. Um, I was born with a speech impediment. I have this message that I go around sharing that vulnerability saves. I really do believe that vulnerability saves. You being your unpolished and unprocessed self in real time saves you from yourself and saves everyone around you because you know that you are not alone. And so this room... This room is family, and so I don't feel alone, and I hope that you don't feel alone either. So will you join me on this journey in talking about forgiveness? Hey, welcome online. Thank you for being here today. Uh, this subject is, is something that, uh, that I have been recently walking through, and, and I often <laughs> wonder a lot of times why Pastor... Uh, Naeem gives me the dark subjects, and he keeps the light ones. Hey, let's love. Let's love everybody. Hey, I need you to talk about forgiveness. Why me? Because this is a hard-weighted subject. I don't know about you, but it's hard to forgive. 
And it's hard uh, uh, to move past things. But let me tell you, it is possible. It is possible. Uh, before I dive in, um, I, I want to share something that I recently discovered. And I hope that um, uh, it's, mm, it's just mind-blowing, almost unbelievable. Something that like shifted my whole theology, right? And, and if you don't mind, I would love uh, just to share this discovery with you, okay? Okay, just bear with me, all right? It's, this is going to be hard to say, so I'm just, just letting you know this, this right now. Um, ah, man, yeah, sorry. Uh, give me a moment. I recently discovered, it, it is unbelievable, I know. I recently discovered that there may not be women in heaven. The, <laughs> hear me, hear me. Before you tune out, I just, I found proof in the Bible that I'm sorry that there may not be women in heaven. Let me, let me show you where. In Revelations 8 and 1, it says this. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. Ah. Let's pray. Uh, <laughs> let's pray. Because I need forgiveness. Obviously, that is not true. That is not true. Obviously, I ran this joke by my wife. She said it was fine. If y'all hate me, she loves me. And uh, no, obviously not. Um, not a thing. And at all. But I would like to pray for the um, death stares that I have right now. Let's pray. Father, we are, are so thankful for this time. We are so thankful for who you are. We ask that anything that I say that is not from you, let it fall. Let it fall short. Let no one hear it. If anything that I uh, do say is from you, Father, let it pierce each of our hearts. I am so thankful that, that if this is the best message I have taught in my life, or shared, that you do not love me more. And that if this is the uh, worst message I've ever shared in my entire life, just bombed it, that you do not love me less, but you love me just the same. Because uh, you identify yourself with me. My identity is attached to you. And so let that be um, the thing for all of us in this room. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Again, like I said, we are, are talking about forgiveness. And how many of you in this room have ever needed to forgive someone? How many of you in this room have ever needed to forgive? Forgive yourself. Right? This is, this is something that a God asks us to do. 
A lot of us aren't reaching our destinations of healing and love and good health because we are carrying the pain of the past. We are carrying the pain of our past, and that is weighting us down. It is holding us back. But you don't have to. If anyone in the Bible that has the right to not forgive, if anyone could, that that had a hall pass, it would be this person named Joseph. It would be this person named Joseph. And Genesis 37 through 50 is 13 chapters of unforgiveness and us learning how to forgive. That is how important it is for us to forgive. I'm going to give a high-level overview. Joseph is his father's favorite. If, if you have heard this story, this person named Joseph is his father's favorite. And because he was his father's favorite, his brothers were jealous. His brothers were jealous. It's, it's like, almost like, um, like, like Michael Jackson is the favorite son. And then the brothers are jealous of Michael Jackson. Can anyone name uh, uh, Michael Jackson's brothers? Call them out now. And, and, right. Okay. That's right. And you got to think about it. But you, you don't need to think about Michael Jackson. But you got to think about the brothers. I don't even know what they look like. Now, uh, Michael Jackson has a memorable face. Now, let me. But I don't know what the brothers look like. But, uh, this was Joseph's life. And so the brothers were so jealous uh, that they sold him into slavery. And then he worked for this person named Potiphar. And then he was tempted by Potiphar's wife and then falsely accused and thrown in prison. All because his brothers were jealous of him. If anyone, if anyone has a hall pass, it should be Joseph. What about you? Do you resonate with Joseph? Have you been betrayed? Have you been hurt? A, a, a traumatized? Mistreated? Falsely accused? Is, is that you? We are in a series are called everyday people learning uh, to love one another. And you cannot love one another if you have unforgiveness in your heart. You cannot. It says it in the Bible as well. And my hope is that by the end of our time that you are letting go or you have decided that uh, you will join the process of letting go something that you are holding on to, of forgiving a person, of, of forgiving yourself, and so that we can love one another well. Let's look at what a f- a f- forgiveness means. 
What is forgiveness? It is the decision to no longer credit the account of the offender. When you credit a account, you give something to it. And what you are saying is when you forgive someone, you are taking back a piece of yourself, a piece of your heart. Or you are wiping the slate clean. You're wiping the slate clean. And listen, that is more so for you than that person. That person may not even know. I have no idea. I am walking through this journey now. I had to recently make a phone call and say, hey, I, this is not a joke, but I need to uh, uh, forgive you. I'm, I mean, listen, that, it, took, it took a lot of energy and processing just to do that. And, and so I called them, and, and, they were, and they said, for what? And then I share and with them. They was like, I had no idea. I'm like, how dare you? You had no idea? Then my feelings was hurt all over again. So then I have to call back and ask for. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it, it is hard. I want to wipe the slate clean. I want it to wipe the slate clean. The Bible has so much knowledge about forgiveness, so much knowledge, but I want uh, to bring out a few things. Uh, myself, if you would. Allow. I um, spent a lot of time with my grandfather, and and like he uh, did a lot of stuff uh, and uh, with his hands. And he had a a truck and a a trailer. And so, and I would help him hitch on the a uh, a trailer. And what he does is like he he places he places it on the hitch, and then he takes two chains chains for security purpose in case it falls off and he places it on the hook. Well, one time a hook was not placed on their right. I'm not telling you who did it, but it was me. And so as we are riding down the road, I am hearing it drag the ground, this hook drag the ground. And so I, I tell him, he said, oh, it's okay. Uh, let's uh, look at it uh, when we get home. And so whenever we got home, I walked outside and looked at the hook. And there was, there was so much mud, grass, gravel, whatever. Anything that it came across, it picked up. That was gross. And I believe that this is what unforgiveness does. That it uh, collects dirt. As you are journeying through life, there's, there's something that is not addressed that is hanging off of you and it's dragging the ground and it's collecting things that you don't want. You may be asking, why do I get angry so easily? Why am I hurt so easily? Why am I frustrated? Why am I depressed? Why am I sad? 
Why can't I feel? It's simply because maybe you have a hook that is not addressed that is dragging the ground. And this is what counseling is for. I get counseled all the time without permission from my wife. But it is important. It is really important. Because, and in Ephesians, it says this, that in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Ephesians 4 and 26. This is a very important verse. Because when we are angry, we grow bitter and have a resentment faster than we can manage. In the blink of an eye, we are already bitter if your anger is not addressed. And whenever we hold on to something, whenever we are bitter, we are assisting Satan with his mission to divide and to break down, to steal, kill, and destroy. Because what happens is, and I love this part, do not give the devil a foothold, a foothold in the purest sense, and the purest form is a place. It is a place. It says, do not give Satan a place in you. That is what that is saying. And oftentimes what happens is if Satan goes and, and, and he finds a place in you, and then he shuts uh, the door and locks it and hide until the opportune time. Then it shows up in your friendships. Then it shows up with your partner. Shows up at your job. It shows up uh, with your kids. You're frustrated all the time. And it just, and he's like, oh, I have arrived. And so, do not give Satan a foothold. Do not give Satan a place that he can reside in you. Because we do not want unwanted things attached to us. I believe also, secondly, that the Bible teaches us that a, a forgiven heart forgives. A forgiven heart forgives. Matthew 18 and, and 21 Peter asked Jesus, it says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Ah, wouldn't that be nice? Just seven times. And Jesus says, no, it's actually 70 times seven or 77 times in some versions of the Bible. But what that just means is until it's complete. Until it's uh, complete. And then Jesus shares a story. He says, in the kingdom of God, it looks like this. There was a king who wanted to settle accounts. There was a, a king who wanted his money. Someone, a servant of his, his owed him a thousand bags of gold. A thousand bags of gold. And so the king asked, hey, where's my money? And then the servant like begs him and says, have mercy on me. I do not 
have it. And, and the king, out of the kindness of his heart, says, it's fine. You don't have to pay me back. Your debt is forgiven. And so then that servant skips off, like, yeah, free, free, twirling, and finds another servant that owes him a hundred bags of silver, less, and say, give me my money. And then the servant says, that servant says, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I don't have it. Have mercy on me. Do you know what he does? He throws him in prison until he can pay him back. A forgiven heart forgives. You have been forgiven. But the question is, if it's hard to forgive someone, if it's just extremely hard to, you have to ask, have you received your forgiveness from God? Have you received your forgiveness from God? Have you received your forgiveness from God? Forgiveness is mandatory for everyone who follows Jesus, because it shows that you have received what Jesus did for you on the cross. It shows, it's, it's tangible evidence that, that you believe what Jesus did for you on the cross. Thirdly, and I believe uh, uh, that the Bible teaches us that it takes a, a power greater than yourself to forgive. It takes a power greater than yourself to forgive. Peter asks, again, right? How many times should I forgive someone? Jesus says 70 times seven until it's done. The reason why it takes a power greater uh, 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 than ourselves because the, the pain is greater than ourselves. And we have to wake up every day to forgive again. When you rethink about what happened, you have to forgive again. You, if there, for every minute in the day, you may have to forgive. For every day, you may have to forgive. And that takes a power beyond you. The second reason why I feel takes a power greater uh, uh, than yourself is because it is a matter of the heart. It is a heart matter. In Matthew 18, it says, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. So, the servant did not forgive the debt of the other servant that owed him a hundred pieces of silver. The king heard this. The king heard it, and he was like, oh, no. He went and found him, and he said, hey, the least you could do is forgive him because I forgave you. And so the king then I was like, no, I'm going to throw you in prison to be tortured until you pay me back. Then this is where this verse comes in. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you 
Whoa. Ah, I told you Pastor uh, Naeem gives me the, the hard message. Because this may be hard to swallow, but hear me. It is only because of his loving care for you and that it can happen. He's not going to ask uh, uh, you to do something that is impossible. With him, all things are possible. It can happen and is best for you. It lightens your load. It brings you peace. It helps you see very uh, 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 clearly. In HD, you're not blinded by unforgiveness. And you're like, hey, listen, I can't control my heart. Yes, that is right. And so how, how do I forgive someone from my heart? Where in, in uh, Jeremiah 17, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. I don't know about your heart, but my heart is beyond a cure. And it's very deceitful. So how do I forgive from my heart? And then the verse goes on to say, who can understand it? Or I can't. And then I love when God says things with his chest. He says, I the Lord. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind. He knows, he knows your heart way better than you do. You think you know, but this is what I love that God does. He goes beyond the pain, beyond the shame, Beyond the hurt, beyond the things that happen in life, and he finds the good that he placed in you from the beginning. When you were with him, he finds that good, and that's how he judges you. That my good is in you. I believe that a forgiveness is very important. And that is so important to God that he put on skin to leave the majesty of heaven with men and women. Children, angels. He left the beauty and the splendor of heaven to come as Jesus, to forgive us, to forgive us. This is how serious he is about forgiving us. This is how serious he is, that he took it upon himself. And he was betrayed. He was tortured. He was killed. All to forgive us. And we have that same power and opportunity to uh, forgive each other. There is something that happened 
in the past recent years that that is really inspiring that that like shows us that this is possible there is this young gentleman named um and i believe his name is brant jean have you heard of him brant jean was 18 years old at the time and he used his impact statement for a game changing di display his brother was murdered by a police officer who ran into his apartment and shot him while he was eating ice cream on the couch. And his little brother took the stand for his victim impact statement. And what he said was the most powerful thing I have ever heard. He said that I hope that you accept Jesus in your life and that he loves you and that I forgive you. And then he did something more and, and incredible. He asked the judge, can I give her a hug? He asked uh, to her hug the person that murdered his brother. And the judge granted. He said yes. And he hugged her. And it was a beautiful display of forgiveness. I don't know about you, but if, if someone murdered my sibling, it would take a power greater than I to hug that person. So that means that it is possible. That it is possible. Going back uh, to Joseph. Joseph was sold, right? His brothers, a, a Tito and them, betrayed him, sold him, And he was then thrown in a, 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 a prison and tortured and locked up. But then something happened. He interpreted a dream and then became manager of an entire kingdom, lived in a palace, was filthy rich now, and govern the supplies of the kingdom. His brothers heard this, knew this, and his brothers went to him for forgiveness. And he told them this. He, he told his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. That, my friends, is a, a truth for you too. Satan, you intended to hurt me, 
but God means it for my good to save many lives. Do not live your life harboring something that can be given up for your sake. He loves and cares for you that much that he makes a, a, a forgiving for a believer mandatory. He makes it mandatory because you can do it and it is best for you. Now, let's go outside of you. It's best for everyone around you. Two, it affects how you raise your kids. It affects how you treat your partners. It affects the people that you come in contact with that you don't know. It affects you that much. And so we need to love one another in this everyday life. How do we do this? It only takes a power greater than ourselves. It takes a power greater than ourselves. Let's stand and pray. Father, if anyone in this room is struggling to forgive someone, themselves or someone else, help them to start the process of what that means. It takes a power greater than ourselves that takes you. So the only thing that we can do is just give it to you and ask you to help us. Please help us, Father. Please help us to forgive the people that we want to love. Help us to forgive the people that we want to be in community with and help us to forgive ourselves. It is not beyond reach. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.